My name is Aram, my pronouns are he, him, and welcome to a special bonus episode of Kill Every Monster. When we were trying to work out the incubus, we ran into a lot of roadblocks. Dylan and I just weren't sure how to get around all of the problematic nature of the incubus and still make it a fun encounter that fit what we felt the core character was about. And so when we tossed it to Mike, he turned to us and he was like, what if you make him a lawyer? And we knew that that's exactly what we had to do. So sometimes this show is made at the table in the moment. And sometimes this show is made through careful planning to make sure that the fun we have at our table doesn't hurt us or any of our listeners. So what follows is just raw audio of that, of us working out how we're going to play this, going on a couple of tangents and working together to make the game and the story better for everyone. I hope you enjoy it. I hope it informs some of the process of how we make our show. And thank you for listening to Kill Every Monster. I was going to say one of the things I was going to do to help like kind of flip this incubus succubus thing on its head is i was going to specifically play an incubus that isn't out to sleep or do anything sexual with the person i'm facing i i think that's that's a great place to start off with it uh the the difficulty like i said the the re major reason how do you I make it super this... queer which is what it should yeah. be and have mm -hmm. it non-sexual is that what you're saying no no i was gonna say how do you how do you create the uh antagonism Right. Like we have to have the situation where these two characters are going to come into direct conflict and creating a situation where like, because quite frankly, if you're just quietly uh, convincing people to do bad, mm -hmm. it's hard to create a situation where you're being hunted aside from you are being hunted for who or what you are. Yeah. Or you are doing the hunting and then someone finds out what they've been hunted by and then it turns violent and bad. I like the idea that the succubi tap into this, you know, idea, this, it's almost like this innate sexuality, like, like, there's no judgment on their parts, it's just part of kind of who they are, yeah. right? But also that they might then be particularly sensitive when people misuse that like it's like it's not like they're not just innately sexual and it's always bad like they're innately sexual and they respect it and it's like part of them and if yeah. someone was to like you know break a covenant like it would be particularly egregious to them so they might yeah. seek retribution against someone who is doing something like that that's kind of yeah. the thought i had but i i don't know yeah. it's it, it's all kind of an a do we challenge an area of almost like I know around this is going to sort of echo the hag encounter a little bit. And like these two might be fucking back to back episodes. So just basically just fucking work with me on the pitch and tell me if it sucks. Do we go basically post seduction? Like, did you do something oh, it's terrible? Already happened. You okay. did something terrible. Right. At the incubus's suggestion. And right. you are now realized like this is the point where you've unraveled like, oh, my God, you made me do it. Mm -hmm. And we can do that conversation of like, I did not make you do anything. Oh, hmm. oh, I'd have to play the fucking gaslight. Well, I mean, I knew that going in, but oh, yeah. uh, I mean, okay. that's also I'm going to need a shower after this. All of my characters are in general bad people, bad. So this would be a bad person who just needed a suggestion, a bad person who truly believes themselves good, who truly believes okay. themselves pious, right? The worst kind of bad person. 
put the question to me, this is 100% a monster. But it's the best kind of monster because at the end of the day, what the Incubus is doing is finding someone who they feel should be punished or has the potential to need to be punished and pushing them to do the thing that results in punishment. It's not that you're evil. Maybe you have an impulse where you're like really, really angry. You want to fucking knock out your boss because he's an asshole, but you don't do it. But the Incubus sees the thought in your head and basically it's the thought crime thing. Like, I know you want to. So I'm going to make you so that you can be punished. They're both evil, but they're like... As far as a mechanic thing, Incubus should always be able to detect surface thoughts. They should oh, yeah, just be able to thoughts detect should be thoughts. be in there somewhere. Yeah. Like, detect surface thoughts, um, the kiss. In my mind, an idea to also kind of change up things on the kiss is what if, like... In folklore, a succubus took away your vitality. What if it kind of worked like a shade where you lost, like, either you aged a little bit or you lost a bit of a stat and you have to have, like, lesser restoration fix it? But um, anyway, back to the story idea. What if, so, or, um, you're thinking of playing, like, a character, you're playing a character that's just a shitty human being. Yes. And yeah. he needs he needs to, to get taught punished a for it. Yep. Yeah, like, my character's like, this is a bad, bad boy that needs a mm -hmm. lesson. Because, yep. of course, that's how he thinks. This is a bad, um, bad 100%. boy, and you deserve anything that happens to you. That's right. I what? fucking have it coming. That's what. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, I'm just a... I, I am very, very good at playing characters who have it coming. Let's put it this way. Every time Aram has done his, like, introduction for a character in this show, I have immediately and unwillingly... I did not intend to do this mutter just oh god fuck, fuck you, you. <laughs> yeah with yeah. with the exception of the handful of times where i have out loud just gone fuck you yeah yeah a way that i would be interested in playing this is like so somebody once told me that demons are more or less just hell's prosecutors <laughs> like their their whole thing is their lawyers they're like uh they go up to god and they're like your honor this man deserves 25 to life in the fiery pits of hell for this and i have the incontrovertible proof but they also engage in entrapment uh so just like the normal law enforcement system anyway, well, um, wait 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 you know what that's uh, first of all i fucking love that and there are many many times i just did i just edited a big scene in a show that i edit called total party thrill when it aired ended basically in a courtroom a courtroom scene is a very traditional dnd trope mm -hmm. what if it is post whatever, post fucking post signature, post yeah. everything, right? And yeah. then the next scene is basically, all right, put on your fucking tie. We're going to hell court. That would yep. be do we, amazing. <laughs> That's do we ruin the fucking premise of the show and that we don't do a fight? We just do the scene it's where fight? it's like it's a just, fight for your soul. Well, yes, yeah. I know metaphorically, yeah. <laughs> but the fucking Look, no, show is you're called still Kill using Every a ton Monster. Of, you're using a ton of abilities. And you know what? At some point, at some point, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, are you my lawyer? So what I was gonna say is, do you I'm... do you fuck me and then become my lawyer? Because that is perfect. <laughs> that would be really good. No, okay. it's I, I'd be prosecuting against you. I'd be convincing you that to you fucked me and then be the prosecutor. The entire point is the incubus made you do something evil so that you would go to hell. The Here's goal the is to get your soul. Your right. Okay. You so did I'm the Right. No. So exactly. I'm defending myself. Okay. So the it. scene yeah. that I'm imagining is almost like the the fucking cleric who at the end of his life winds up at the gates of hell and is trying to like argue his way out until the person you recognize shows up and goes, no, sorry. I, I understand what his complaint is. He's wrong and he mm -hmm. should be here. 
Yeah, uh, I have the receipts right here. Uh, I can call them out publicly if you need to. <laughs> right, 100%. Um, 100%. Yeah, like, um, yeah, it could even be just in the aftermath. Like, what if I did something that undermined your station? Like, you're somebody that abuses power, and I convinced, tricked you into outing yourself as a shitty person. You're coming back for blood because I made you do it. And I'm like, you did it yourself. You were in control of every single one of your choices. It could, if it, it could become physical, it could yeah. be. We can absolutely yeah. do yeah. do that. I just, I just, I really love this idea. I really love this idea of it being a courtroom scene. I think I have a way to make it physical and be a courtroom scene. It could be like you're the prosecutor trying to get me into hell, right? And you show me three different things from my past, and yes. each time there can be some physical or skill challenge or fight that has to yeah. be resolved during that scene that you're showing me because you're physically there you have like you're inhabiting all the people i'm interacting with and you're kind mm -hmm. of showing this to the jury in order to get me convicted and send me to hell so by beating me in these scenes mm -hmm. you're getting me convicted like that's how it kind of work kind of point wise i i do like that idea because honestly that's one of those situations where it doesn't even have to be like We'll find some excuses to roll. We'll make the thing yeah. go, but it doesn't have to be a fight. It could just be like, it's going to be a handful of vignettes. It also perfectly ties into your idea of being able to build the worlds around them. You're literally going to yeah. build these scenes, yeah. put me there, put yourself there, force me to interact in this holodeck that you've oh. made. Yeah, this is like Q from Star yes. Trek, uh, The Next Generation. 100%. Yeah. This is, this is okay. what we're going to do. This is exactly oh, what we're going to do. I'm so excited for this. Yeah, this could be okay. fucking cool. I'm down for this. I'm down I, for this. I like oh, this idea. Yeah. It's this sexy is... Q. It's Q you want to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Oh, that's And it's also great. bisexual coded. Totally You can't look me coded. in the eyes and tell me Q wasn't wasn't at least a little queer. The only reason he was there, because he was like, Picard will fuck me eventually. But -da 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 -da. <laughs> like, that's what he was waiting for. I would have done the same thing, honestly. Maybe that's why I'm... <laughs> Riker keeps or offering, Riker but he's just like, no. It's like, yes, it's easy. No. Yeah. Oh god! One. I still think the be the sexiest scene of Star Trek, and honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he was an incubus to tie it in. But like, fucking Riker flirting with Whoopi Goldberg. Oh my god! Yeah, well, that uh, that taught me some things about myself. This is this is my my uh, one of my grand blind spots as a nerd. I don't know anything about Star Trek. You don't you? Don't but I like, love everything about Star Trek. I, I, know, I mean, like this is this is nothing against Star Trek as a thing. It's just like when you start inching towards harder sci-fi, like I'm I'm a physicist, and it starts getting too much into like work, right? Yeah, even just those little things where you're supposed to take certain things. You My would really complaint... dislike the Expanse. The Expanse yeah. never lets you stop thinking about the fact that physics are at play. Sci-fi, it doesn't demand suspension of disbelief it tries to lie to you to get it yeah right it'll say something that sounds enough like science but it's not and if you can catch the the flip where it's like oh that's where you started lying and then the rest of the episode immediately starts to crumble because you're like no because that's not what you said you know that's what happens to me when i smoke weed and i watch movies is i'll sit there and i'll just be like nobody talks like this in the real world the worst part of ant-man uh the first one was when they made a fucking little Thomas the Tank Engine train grow 
and it burst through a wall and it fell on top of a cop car and crushed it because their justification was that we're moving the molecules closer together. That's how shrinking works. And that's why the punch hurts so bad because it's, it's far more dense. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's close enough to science. I'll fucking let that go. That I, but I then Tommy the tank this. engine should be a balloon. Tommy the tank engine still weighs about 40 grams total. Yeah. Like they're adding matter to it. Right. It should bounce off and just go floating down the street. Do you know what happens if you take 40 grams and make it occupy the space of a car? That's a vapor. Yeah. You could accidentally just inhale Tommy. I still think like they really missed an opportunity by not ending like Thanos by having Ant-Man crawl up his ass and expand. Like that was like... 100%. 100%. <laughs> like, we would have That's lost Ant-Man in the process, but we it's would a noble way to go. No, he would have lived, you think? He would have lived. Like, he just grows up to the size of, like, you know, an AT-AT and just, like, explodes. They basically did that in the most recent What If. Did you watch the What If one I with did, the zombies? Yeah. They basically yeah, did that. Yeah, he does that in the Hulk. That's mm-hmm. how they should have, like, defeated Thanos, honestly, but... Yeah, we're going way off topic. Well, they should have defeated Thanos in multiple ways, frankly. Oh, I mean, yeah. there's so many ways Thor should have aimed for the head. That was they the should have thing. just sent Chadwick Boseman to space instead of Chris Pratt. Then we would have honestly, like that's still my favorite episode. Like I love so that man good. so much. The thing that just bothered me about it was like it was exactly that. Like it was so good in general. Yeah. And then we had those things where it's like, you know what the major problem with the Marvel universe is? Chris Pratt sucks. <laughs> Yeah, And I'm like, you know what? I don't disagree with you. But also, can we just fucking do this show that you're trying to do? Just show me what happens with fucking T'Challa. Why is Thanos <sighs> even here? We didn't need this. Right. Yeah, They filled it up with like all of the other characters rather than just being yeah. like T'Challa-centered. Exactly. Like they, they made him into like a god of like he just wandered in and convinced thanos he was wrong because no one had talked to him i yet. could and that's see the it. point I where could, i'm no, just like, i buy it i do I'm buy it i, I buy can't it. And we, let me tell you why though let me tell you specifically why but i knew that he was cast as black panther a year before mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. released and the reason why i knew that because i was working at the kennedy center and his best friend was one of our the film techs that i worked with so i, I got to meet him and they kind of let me in They're like listen you fucking can't say a goddamn word but we will let you in and tell you. So I got to meet the guy, right? You know, like you're just around someone and you instantly need to be a better person in their presence, right? Mm-hmm. You just you just have yeah. to fucking be as good as you can because this person deserves it. He, that's just how he was. And he was the, yeah. and like, not, it didn't leak because no one on his team, no one would have said a word. They were that loyal to him. I've never seen anything like it. If, if that character was anything like the person the actual person playing them i i wouldn't buy i i would fully believe they could convince i Thanos. don't think you're wrong my problem is what my problem always is with literally every episode of what if which is that the most interesting part of the story isn't the story it's the question and after and you're completely right yeah he could have and that would have made a really cool episode that would have been like completely believable and really interesting to watch a non-violent Marvel confrontation that ends. Because even the the non-violent confrontation was Doctor Strange being murdered on repeat. Right. Yeah. Like to actually have it end with like, no, T'Challa convinces Thanos that like this is wrong and you have a lot of power and you could do better. And instead we did a heist movie. 
Right. <laughs> and and to roll it back into like what we've been talking about, one of the biggest like pitfalls of D D is it was based on the idea of you go in, you plunder the dungeon, you go to the next thing. Yeah. They didn't really think of story. Whereas like, you know, we're fighting all the monsters, but like sometimes it could be social warfare, you know, like we're that's what we're doing with this courtroom. Like not everything has to be a violent final confrontation. It can be a deep emotional moment, and that's conflict. I it can mean, be a contest best... of i of ideas, and you're very right about original D and uh, D and D. Original D and D tied gold to experience points. Yeah. So one experience point per gold. It was literally cashing in on killing things. It's where you got murder hobos from instead of like going out to save the day. Like that's why one of the best things they ever did was milestone XP because you stopped having people go, we kill the traveler and loot his body. Give us the experience points, please. And like, what the fuck? Granted, (laughs) I think that still falls apart to a certain degree because literally every ability is tied to killing. Yeah. So even if you can level up through like not killing them, but just like progressing the story, the reward is... And now you deal more damage and can shoot fire from your dick. So now take take your increased damage and dick fire and go do a not violence, please. It really is hard to not do a violence with dick fire. The the heart of every single story is conflict. Like you know like if I was told a story of like how Black Panther became Star Lord and everything was good the end. Like, I'd be like, this is cool, but where's the story versus like, you know, you take a hero, you establish that they're heroic, maybe by like overcoming a minor villain in the first 10 minutes or whatever. And then you give them a problem and then they try and solve the problem. Then the problem gets worse and the problem gets worse. The problem gets worse. And then they finally build themselves up. They do everything they can. And then they fail titanically. And then despite everything, they succeed in the end. Um, it like, you know, it's how, um, uh Stephen King said kill your darlings and that can be through like absolutely anything it doesn't have to be like every challenge the D&D party faces does not and should not have to be a violent physical encounter it can be so many things you just have to think what is the right problem to put in front of them and how can we give them a solution and one of the cool things that you can do by throwing an incubus into your story is give them an easy solution to their problem that would corrupt them and yes. then make it a monkey paw situation where like they got what they wanted but it did not work out for them because they compromised their values this uh for the record rom is the thing that i wanted to talk about at some point but at some point we also have to do like the the special bonus episodes that instead of like killing a monster it's like it's the dm dive into like okay what's a type of story that you don't normally see in D? how would what monster do you use to execute this how do you make this story happen i like that than, that's some nice patron bonus content i'm down for that i would like to this this fella should we should talk later about that this um, one this one mike mike, this mike, one right mike here? is a good one and i, I, I like his All his right. thoughts and the words he says so we should make him do that bonus content one day. Oh, great excellent i can make Thank him you. do thoughts and words do you mind doing okay. thoughts and words for other things at a later point i love doing thoughts and words for things at a later point absolutely awesome. thank you, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's yeah like that was the, an that's... idea that was legitimately floating around for a while and then we just sort of stumbled back assward into it <laughs> yeah we kind of like, like we've been wanting to do something to get together for a while yeah. and finally we we figured out something where basically i could do most of it he could make sure it gets done right and then yeah. that was a perfect combination for us i yeah. love that sort of thing because uh i my job my nine to five is making sure the thing gets done 
I love showing up to just do something. Isn't that great? Time, right? Uh, trust me, I've I'm I'm a physicist. I write fucking code and try to do science all day and then we come in here and i'm just like no around that's not how it works Let right me just, sorry that's sir. not that's not the rules of You're the right, game sir. just yeah. mm-hmm. that's basically yes, my role and then a bunch of editing yeah. yeah and then he does the editing and then i just sit there and go like you're a fucking wizard that was cool right exactly so when i'm super dumb i can cut the parts out it's a nice little balance it works basically do we want to take some time and we can basically figure out what this situation is basically who the person is and then we can come up with say three vignettes and then we can play that okay. game sure or like... i've got a strong idea for my character uh that my character is a incredibly pious cleric right um but that well i had a couple ideas for it um do you want it to be someone very bad or just kind of bad like are they on the fence could they have a chance of winning this court case I think I think it's more interesting if they have a chance of winning, but that can be as much from like act being like kind of a decent person to just making the case that it wasn't your fault. Okay. Or that yeah. there was a greater good. Cause I, cause yeah. I, cause I think if I'm like a character who has done bad things, right. So that we can, you know, play out these scenes where there's lots of conflict, basically that I've done bad things, but I've accomplished a greater good each yeah. time that could like, be fun yeah like maybe i convinced you to have somebody innocent arrested and executed but by doing so you were able to flush out the criminal or something like i i made you compromise your values for the greater yeah. good you gave me insight and i burned down that orphanage but i knew the plague was there mm-hmm. <laughs> save the oh, whole thing. Yeah. yeah you know something like yeah. that yeah 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 uh, At least what, you convinced would, me the plague was there. Yeah. Yeah. What What would my um, incubus be? Like, I, I have a couple ideas. Like, maybe it was your bartender, like a close friend or drinking buddy. Yeah. Someplace where I'd keep going. The best way to do this would be to, like, at the outset, we can have, like, our intro be, like, the court case, like, the court battle of, like, why am I here? I don't understand. Like, sir, we, it'll all be made clear to you. And we have maybe the bartender that you talk to all the time walk in, but that doesn't mean that it has to be the bartender that talked to him every, every time, right? You do the shapeshifter thing, right? Wait, wait, wait. Let's see if we make it more simple because this is going to be a pious a cleric, right? So you're my bishop. You're my, yeah. you're, you're the oh, religious yeah. authority. A, a I report secretary. To. Yeah, it could be Not that even too. Necessary, Whatever like, it is. Yeah. Like someone, someone you trusted. Mm-hmm. Someone I like, trust in the organization so we can actually play within it and therefore reveal more of my backstory at the same time. Yeah. Right. Like maybe somebody you trusted but didn't have direct power over you because that way right. I couldn't have ordered you. Right. Into. You pass along orders, right? Yeah. But they're all, but they're actually secretly coming from you. I just don't realize it. Or you're, yeah. or you're manipulating the whole chain of events. Yeah. And then like you could even do the whole I was under orders thing. Yeah. In each situation, like if we do the little vignette, then you can do a shapeshift and it's like, no, 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 I was also there. And it's not yeah. necessarily the secretary. It's just this person was always there sort of guiding yep. your hand a little bit, but also like, I mean, I can hand you a knife, but. Like I personally witnessed all this shit because I could go yeah. ethereal whenever I want. Be like, yep. you can't say you didn't do it because I was there. You did it. Explain yourself. Why does these incubus pick a target? Do they pick a target because there's a point value? Is it like in uh, the good place where they're like, 
this is where I can earn the most hell points. Yeah. So I'm going to go and try it. Like this is like there's a is it a greater degree of difficulty, a greater reward than for earning that soul. So you know what my favorite scene in Good Omens is? Uh, right at the beginning, uh, there are a bunch of uh, demons get together and they're talking about the awful things that I did, they did. Uh, one of them comes in and it's like, I, uh, I tempted a man. He saw a woman who was appealing and he lusted after her. Within five years, he'll have cheated on his wife and his soul will be ours. Ah, yes, that's very, very well. Well, I saw a man who was, who was greedy and he realized how easily he could cheat his boss and he stole a little bit of money from the register, but within a few years, he'll be committing grand larceny and he'll be ours. Oh, yeah, that's... So what I did, uh, I, I went to New York and in the middle of lunch, I killed the cell signal. <laughs> you did what? Oh, no, dude. It was millions of people went back to their secretaries fucking pissed. I made every fucking uh, debit card reader in the city go down during lunch. Millions of people late for meetings, fucking pissy, taking it out on everyone around them. It's great. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure how long it'll take, but like, I, oh, trust me, man. I made the whole city slightly worse. Yeah. Yeah. So it could be one of those situations where it's like, it's not, why did you choose me? Hell, that could even be our little fucking end there is not, is the whole, like, why did you choose me? Why was I so important? No, but your, but your points, look, here's your point. People look, people looked, people looked up to you. So if you're a piece of shit, the people who look up to you are going to be pieces of shit. Like your soul doesn't matter, but I'll get a bunch of souls because you fucking suck. Yeah. Hurting you is just a bonus. Hurting you. I don't care about you. I care about the hundred thousand other people who are also going down. Don't get me wrong. I'm having fun. This is fun, <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. I could have chosen anybody. I chose you because you're a lying hypocrite piece of shit that claims they works for the gods. When in reality, you've been doing art dirty work. Yes. Oh, it's so much more fun when you deserve it. Yeah. yeah. It's like the whole, it's like, want to know why you did it? Because, because you're a phony, you're a fake. You pretend to be one thing and you're the other thing. And I don't like that. And why you? Why not you? It could have been anybody. You were just available that day. <laughs> you particularly had this coming. Yeah. Go go be a Lemur now. <laughs> why me? Is it because, you know, you corrupted the church? Is it because of the cascade effects? Like, oh, no, it was easy. If I picked a good person, I would have really had to try. So I picked you. Yeah. A demon in Jewish religion is still a servant of God. Oh, yeah they're serving like an actual proper function they're not opposing anything they're doing a job it's just that you don't like that job yeah it's um it's kind of why i wanted to go to this courtroom system is because like satan just means the adversary it doesn't mean you're evil it just means that you are the adversary to humans and like in um in the book of job for instance if we want to go super catholic and this or well you know job is actually a jewish thing so i'm not going to take that from but um, well, i mean it, it's still it's, interpretation counts for a lot and a lot of all of these stories so oh yeah but like the story is 
basically about like why do i suffer the way i do and it's very foundational to like the ways that abrahamic religions engage in things like guilt and suffering versus like other religions and in that one satan specifically hangs out with god he is buddy chummy chummy with god like they hang out and he's like this guy's a piece of shit and go deserves to go to hell and god's like no he doesn't and satan's like want to prove it i'm gonna throw all this crap at him and we'll see if he renounces you and i'll offer to like make it all go away if he renounces you and then the whole thing is about how the guy's like i didn't piss off god he's just testing me and you know that's kind of how the whole christian victim complex comes into existence is the whole like yeah bad things are happening because god wills it and you know eventually things will turn out okay mike if you're ever in the uh market for a for a new podcast uh i don't i haven't listened to it in quite a while but there is uh one called throwing shade spelled s-h-e-y-d as in shade him which is the jewish word for demons and it's just a jewish mysticism podcast where they talk about jewish demonology oh my god i'm just googling this now and that is so cool i'm down for it so we are 100 percent on doing like a little three-part courtroom scene right Hell yeah. I, I personally opening like that up one. in media arrests and just launching into it i think that's that's a solid way to, how do you feel about it you like that one yeah i'm super down i'm really glad we had this talk that's a much better idea than anything we yeah. were uh we were uh coming up which was which, which was some sort of sex crime <laughs> Basically. Yeah, I think this also works really, really well because it also means that I don't have to write up any notes because this audio right here was my notes. Ancient mountainous deserts to the south of Faerun are the places where mortals first raised great temples and unlocked powerful secrets. A kingdom once fractured by infighting has been united under the iron claw of the red dragon Chazar. Great Lizard's quest for immortality has become an all-consuming obsession. His need for worshippers has set him on a path against the old gods of these lands, and they will not go quietly. An unlikely cabal of deities has banded together to undermine Jazar and ensure that their temples remain protected and active. They've traced tendrils of fate to preferred timelines, then selected five mortals who had the best chance of bringing those futures to fruition. You will take on the role of one of these chosen in Death to the Dragon King. Find out more about this Start Playing Games campaign and all of my other available games at aram.gay.